Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey, dear ones, what is happening in your world? I have a really cool episode for you today with a very special guest. And I can say of the spiritual soul-guided entrepreneurs that I know, that I consider peers or people I look up to, we're all experiencing something similar. We're experiencing a big shift in our business. A lot of the people I talked to experienced it earlier in this year, 2022, or some said it started for them at the end of last year where things that were working in our business stopped working. And it wasn't that we were putting out bad content or putting out the wrong content. It was more that the collective energy was shifting and changing. And we, our energy was shifting and changing. And all of these shifts and changes were inviting us to pause and say, how do we want things to be going forward? How do we really want to be in our business? Do we need to pivot? And it's if so, how can that pivot bring us into a sharper alignment? And there's no one better suited to talk about this than Patty Lennon, someone I really, really look up to who runs an amazing soul-guided business. And the topic we explored today is so timely, it's so relevant, and you are going to receive so much from this exchange. So let's get to it. In today's episode, we explore What's really happening when someone is struggling with, air quotes, making money? Why what has worked in the past, especially in the digital marketing space, isn't working anymore? And how soul-guided entrepreneurs can shift into what is working so they can make space for magic as they grow their business. We'll end on an invitation that will have you tapped into the magic of your business so you can align to the new energy on planet and thrive. So please stay with us until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hey there, soul guide circle. That is the name of this community of soul guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the soul guide circle, we have big soul missions, And we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our Facebook group of over 1,900 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. Find a link to join on my website, allisonscammell.com, or in the show notes. Today, I had the absolute pleasure 
to chat with my dear friend and someone I really look up to, Patty Lennon, about how our intuition is moving faster than the speed of digital marketing. Isn't that just such a juicy topic? So let's get right to it. Patty Lennon is a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and founder of The Receiving School. She is a former type A corporate banker that discovered there was more to living than making money. I can say I relate to that. She left banking to help others do the same. She is a certified coach with a master's in psychology and has been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, and Daily Worth. I really had a couple of profound aha moments in this conversation with Patty, and I hope you do too. Please enjoy. so happy to have Patty Lennon back on the show. I'm so happy to be back on the show. Yay. So this is the first time you've been on Soul Guide Radio. You'd been on my old podcast, She Grows. Yes. This is upgraded, up-leveled, higher vibe. Can you feel it? it yes. It <laughs> has evolved as the planet has evolved. I feel it. Yeah, 100%. So this topic we're going to be unpacking today is so relevant. It's so timely. I know that the listeners of this audience really are going to be drawn in by this title, Your Intuition Moves Faster Than the Speed of Digital Marketing. So can you like just talk, tell tell us about like, where did this title come from? It's so damn good. Thank you. Well, the title I think came from the divine. That's what I'm going to, you know, yes, it came from me, but it was an inspiration. You know, I had experienced an underperforming launch last year. So we're recording this in 2022. This was in 21. It wasn't a terrible launch, but I thought it was going to be my biggest launch and it wasn't. And we had put, you know, significant amount of dollars against it. We had resources against it. And it was really shocking to me. But when I sat in reflection of it, I realized I had been given, I had been getting the message not to do the launch to begin with. Now the launch was profitable. There was nothing wrong with the launch, but I had been getting messages to slow down, to, to chill out. And I just didn't take them. My book had just been released. And in my mind, and this is the difference in my mind versus my intuition, I thought the book release would propel the launch. In fact, they actually fought against each other. Mm. And they, and my energy really got depleted. So I took three months sabbatical from my business and really took that time first to sulk, but then to really go inward and really, and that's where that awareness of like, no, I was told to put my focus on the book and not the launch. Later on, since then, I've talked to a lot of colleagues who had similar results to their launches. And it was, it was sort of a, an energetic thing that a lot of people at the end of 2021, and we're still seeing this right now when we're recording this, are are dealing with the post-trauma stress of the pandemic. 
And what I mean by that is you, if you're listening, you may not think you're traumatized, but when I say that, I'm talking about trauma at its heart is a disruptive force in our brains. It basically means, you know, it's just like two people can experience the same event. One will be traumatized and one won't. The trauma is defined by it puts your mind into a loop where it keeps trying to end the story a different way. And whether we realize it or not, every single one of us has a little bit of that going on. And for some people, they have a lot of it going on because something that was inconceivable to our minds happened. And our minds are trying to make space for that. They're trying, it's trying to process it. So when a brain, and so this is happening globally, right? This is happening to all humans. And and depending on how much work you do on yourself, and probably a lot of you listening are are probably on the more healed side of the, the divide, but no matter who it is, When your mind is trying to catch up, right? When it's triggered around trauma, what happens is the way you make decisions changes. And I'm not going to get into that. But at the same time, digital marketing moves a lot slower than energy moves, right? And up until... So put the trauma... Let me just say, put the trauma piece aside for a second. So that's one piece of the puzzle. Now, as I started to spend those months really diving in, and you know this, Allison, but I'll just mention it for those of you listening, besides being, you know, woo, I do have a master's in psychology. So for me, I'm always looking for you know, not just the energetics, but like what's happening to our brains right now. So that's where a lot of that's coming from. Most of us have grown up during a period of time where the vibration was fairly low and then in our adulthood was when the vibration started ramping up. So we did not grow up into the speed of the vibration acceleration that we're living in. We're dealing with it as adults. So contextually, we're having a hard time understanding that where something works for people energetically used to take like 10 years or five years for that to change. It's changing month to month. Right now, something that would work for someone from a marketing standpoint, energetically for people in general is so different because the vibration is increasing so quickly. And all the divisiveness that we see out there is actually a symptom of that vibration because the faster it raises up, the more someone who does not want that change, who is afraid of that change is going to be reactive. So some people think that that divisiveness is a symptom of problems on the planet. I mean, it is, it's chaos. But that chaos is really being caused by that higher vibration. Your intuition is tapped into that vibration. But the teaching of digital marketing is not. And that's where that was sort of where that title came from. And that was where that kind of awareness dropped in. Wow, that's really profound. I love that you took a three-month sabbatical after a launch didn't go as you had hoped. I think... Most people would have been like, oh, now I have to double down and hustle my patootie off to actually get that launch, you know, what I had envisioned. And I think you did 100% the right thing by like taking a step back and be like, whoa, what's happening? You know, what's happening in my business? What's happening on planet? I think that's really beautiful. And I just love what you're saying. I was really absorbing it. You were just giving me new ways to think about what's happening. And The thing that struck me too, I just feel called to mention is I really, then we don't know 
what the pandemic, if it's going to, you know, what variant may or may not come back. We don't know what the future holds. But I think that a lot of us felt this relief when society started opening up again and, and we felt like, oh, we could travel again and see loved ones again and we can book that expensive trip and not worry that we'll have to cancel it with the non-refundable tri- uh, tickets. And I really wanted there to be a celebration. Like, I wanted to be like, oh, you know, we can hug again. We can go to concerts together again. Like, I just wanted this to be the celebration. But then all of a sudden, war came in. <laughs> and I just think, like, from what you're talking about from a trauma perspective, you know, ru- you know, there was war. And I live in Europe, so it's, like, right on our doorstep, this invasion, Russian invasion. It, I think it just added to the trauma, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And so... You know, trauma, you, you, you're listening, you may not be traumatized, right? Like you may not be permanently traumatized. We're still in the early stages of the crisis that's creating this. But what you are is in trauma stress. And that's what you're talking about is what happens is after a chaotic event, a crisis, there's, there's a euphoria when the crisis is over. And that's what we experienced. And we all thought, we're going to get back to normal right now, right? Because we were all, it was the entire humanity. Now, if you take a step back, let's say, you know, a loved one goes through a health crisis, right? And then there's the euphoria when they're better. But then after that euphoria passes, there's, you know, there's ripples of that if it's a really bad health crisis, right? And then you have to start processing all of the disappointments, all the fears that you put on hold, right? And that's what's happening. And I, and I will say this is just an opinion. I have nothing to base it on other, like I have no facts or study. It's just, you know, I really do think that Russian invasion is, is a manifestation of that desire for a very low vibrating person and community to want to recapture control, right? Like their, their ego and their lower self was really triggered. And then beings around it were really triggered. And so then there's, that's like an example, but that's happening in all of our communities too. I was just in this business in the States called you break, I fix. So when your screen breaks, you bring it in and I've been going to them for years because my kids have had devices for years and they break. And I love the guy. He's so good. I recommend him to everyone. And he was telling me that he's had to have three people arrested in the last six months. Wow. I mean, this is the nicest man in the world. And we are talking about fixing electronics because one person became violent. One person said they were getting, I think they were getting their phone fixed. And it, and before he finished the transaction, they said, oh, can I just check some data really quick? You know, I, I just want to see if someone called or something like that. And then he ran out of, ran out of the store with the phone. You know, this is all people feeling powerless and trying to find power in really dysfunctional ways. And so that's where your intuition can tell you how your work speaks into that space. And then you can follow that intuition and ignore what digital marketing says should work. Follow your heart in this space because there is no digital marketing expert out there that can tell you what's going to work. No one knows what's going to work. And I, I have at least 10 examples of stories I wouldn't share because they were shared with me privately of significant businesses, like businesses that we sort of look up to as, or I shouldn't say we, but 
most likely if you're in this space we're in, this coaching, this service-based industry, people you know that have very large platforms, their stuff is not working. You know, like scale doesn't matter. So you really got to dig in and find that center for yourself. And to your point, Allison, right? You wanted to celebrate. And so then most likely your people did too. And so then digitally, what does your intuition say they need? Like, do they need the celebration? Do they need the acknowledgement? Do you need to throw a party, right? Maybe it's not a party that the pandemic's over, but maybe it's a party that, look, you're still standing as a business owner. Do you understand how many businesses have folded and you're still standing? We get to celebrate that. I'm like hanging on every word, Patty. I totally experienced what you're talking about. For me, it started at the end of last year and then really Q1, I was kind of oblivious, I guess. I was in a very high vibe. I was in alignment in my business. I was doing stuff that had worked in the past and it still felt good and I still felt like I was in service. And then I remember I do my own bookkeeping because I feel like it's good to have an energetic grasp on my money going in and out. So I did my, at the end of my Q1, my bookkeeping and I was shocked. I wasn't in the red, but I was like, whoa, these were not the results that I had anticipated. These were not the results I had projected. And I was like, what happened? Like, what, what, what's happening? And I felt just sort of, I never felt bad. So I give myself credit that I didn't spiral out of control, but it was kind of like a, huh. And I think I'm kind of still there. I'm still in a Things picked up a little bit in Q2, but I'm still in a little bit of like a huh. And I'm wondering if listeners are in that space too, what would you say? Like, what do you say to us when we're kind of sitting there scratching our heads saying, huh, well, what do we do now? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think this is, we're in a choice moment. All of us are in a choice moment. Whether you own a business or this is for something else, you have got to trust the universe, the divine. Like you, I shouldn't say you have to, that's your choice. You, this is not one, like we, a lot of us is me, who's a pragmatic, who's, you know, learns from people. I take the teachings. I've always been a proponent of learn the rules so that you can break the rules, but don't just start off breaking the rules. Like understand what it feels like to operate inside the rules of what's working. Right. But what that does, people aren't going to be able to see what I'm doing. I'm doing it visually for Allison, but it's like, think of your, you've got one foot on, you know, on one side of a divide and on another, and there's just a little crack there. Right. But now those two land masses are moving further and further apart. You can't keep one foot in both sides. You've got to choose. You're choosing your intuition or you're choosing following the lead, you know, whoever's the, you consider the leader to be right. And to answer your question, there may be a temporary recession of clients or money. And I will tell you 99% of the time that that happens, I've seen this for years. So I can tell you that I'm not just basing it on what's happening right now. It's because your soul is telling you to take a break, to take a step back and reevaluate. Now I'm not delusional. You know, I was able to take a three month sabbatical. Not everyone may be, and I'm not pretending that if you've got bills to pay that need to be paid, that you can't pay them, but separate out paying your bills from growth, 
right? If you're being asked to, to take this step back because you're not being asked to take a step back necessarily like I was to really evaluate what's happening and be able to communicate it. Cause that I feel is part of my role as like what one of my gifts is, is to take the mistakes, go through the tough thing, do the really hard hard thing, the really bad way, figure out what pieces of what you did work and then teach it so that someone else doesn't have to do all the other wrong things. (laughs) Like I will tell you for sure, the amount of chocolate I ate in December probably was not contributing to the success of me getting to these answers, right? I would have probably put a a diet regimen in that was a little bit different. But anyway, so if you need to make money, figure out what that dollar amount is, the exact dollar amount. And don't be going for the big, like, what is the dollars you need to bring in? Because here's the interesting thing. And I'm going to offer this, but it, I almost offer it. I feel kind of crappy, a a little bit crappy saying it because I think it's not going to work as easily for everyone. I'm at a different level of trust and I'm at a different level of surrender. I've been doing this for a long time, but my husband's bonus was increased by the exact amount that I thought I was going to make on the launch. Like the gap in what I thought I was going to make in the launch, he received in April, which is when I started back to work. So the other piece is the divine does not need just your business to get you money. And the reason I said that's kind of crappy is because I know for a lot of you may be like, well, my husband doesn't get a bonus or my partner, or I don't have another person in my life. And I get it. I think you just need to honor what is it that you need to pay your bills And then what can you do easily without fatiguing yourself to give yourself as much space to just be still and then just do that and ask humbly for the universe to fill the gap. And when I've seen people fully surrender, I've seen the miracles happen. You know, well, you experienced one and you're, you didn't have like a, it wasn't like a a scarcity issue, but you know, you turned money over to the divine and the divine brought it to you. But when you're in fear, when your amygdala is triggered, which a lot of us are, it is very hard to surrender. So don't feel like if you can't fully get there that the divine can't take care of you and you're screwing it up and here's one more thing you're not doing right. No, it doesn't work like that. Be honest. Look, I know I'm supposed to surrender this, but I'm scared. I can't. So help me. Yeah, I love that. It's something I keep seeing more and more of. And I think it's it's going to get as energy on planet shifts. I think we're going to see this more and more that we're giving. So like for the first four months of 2022, and I'm, I have a feeling many listeners are going to be in the same boat as me. I've been given, I've been creating, I've been in service. I've been creating some really rocking content. I'm super proud of what I've done. So I'm going to receive <laughs> from that, right? Everyone yes. who's created rockin' content that you feel like it's in alignment, I would, it was in my gifts, it's gonna come back. Did it come back the way I expected? And I know you're the receiving expert, so I know that this is like, I'm telling you what you already know. But I just wanted to share this, like, it's gonna come back, right? And it's may or may not come back as you expected. It may not come from that launch and I'm going to get these many discovery calls and that percentage is going to convert. And then I've got, that's, that's going to be my income. And so it's interesting. I just, I feel like called to share the story. So we live in Holland. We live in the Netherlands. 
And we we live in, you know, Holland is very different from the United States. When I say this, I say we live in like the Beverly Hills of The Hague. But because Dutch people don't like ostentatious displays of wealth, it doesn't look like the Beverly Hills. It's just very, very nice. But it's very simple, simple and nice. And we live by these dunes, this dunes national park and the beach. And it's beautiful. And my daughter's school is a five minute walk. Well, we were like, we want to buy in this neighborhood. It's amazing. Every single Dutch person said, Allison, you need to be like six or seven generations Dutch living in this neighborhood to get a property in this neighborhood. It's not going to happen. So just be happy renting. You're lucky you got a rental property. Literally, this is what people were saying. And I was like, all right, we'll see. I I know what I can manifest. So I just set the intention and I fell in love with the house we were renting. And I said, you know, divine beloved, if I can manifest this house, I will take it. Well, long story short, our house boss, which is what they call it in Dutch, our the owner of the house, decided to sell it to us. And everyone said it was miraculous because this guy was the neighborhood real estate dude who never, ever, ever sells a property. Well, he liked us and decided to sell it to us. Well, it wasn't cheap, right? What's not a cheap property because this is a very nice neighborhood. So I had to clear out my whole business bank account. All, all of our savings had to just get cleared out because we still own a property in the United States we haven't been able to sell yet. So I cleared it all out, which is very like, I like to have a little savings in the business bank account, but everything was cleared out to take this opportunity that was now or never. Well, now the property in the United States is on the market. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to have a similar story, Patty, as you with your husband and the bonus, it's all going to come back and it's going to come back into my business bank account even better. But yes. it, but yes. it wasn't because my launch strategies and I got these discovery calls and that led to a program sign up, but it's still abundance coming back to me. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. And I think Allison, for the sake of people that are listening because I've known you for a long time, we had stories like this that were much more fraught with discomfort, that were much more challenging from a trust standpoint. We, well, I won't speak for you. I've been in, I'm not speaking for you. I've been in excess of six figures of debt. You know, so for you listening, if any of that resonates, just understand you're on the journey. If you're hearing Allison's story, you're hearing mine and, and there's any sense of jealousy or envy or, and it's okay. It's okay. Believe me. A few years ago, I would have been jealous of my own story. Yeah. You know? No, I, yeah. Uh, me too. I've been to the, that point too, that six figure debt point as well. So I've really been there as well. Go into yourself, go into your intuition, listen to your soul. How is your soul guiding? Cause this is what I can tell you and Allison, you can speak for yourself, but I got here. All the decisions were I ignored my intuition when a leader in the digital marketing space. And I call that because I'm just talking about all the launch stuff, all the how to sell stuff. You may not call it digital marketing. I just kind of group it under that. A lot of it what felt right. But every time that I have sort of ignored what felt right to me, I got results, but they weren't they weren't like the blow the roof off results. The blow the roof off results all came from when I did something that just I knew I was supposed to do. 
And it's scary and it doesn't always work out. Let me tell you, it doesn't always work out. Sometimes you need five years to understand why it worked out. So if you're in that place, what I can promise you is follow your intuition, follow your intuition. And also understand sometimes following your intuition means doing the scary thing that is popular in the digital marketing space. You may have been staying small and maybe now is time for you to to expand into the space because you're a new voice, you know, from a, a, from a platform standpoint, if you're only speaking to a hundred people or a thousand people, maybe divine is asking you because you're one of the voices we need to be hearing from right now. So it doesn't mean you just step away from digital marketing. It means you figure out what your intuition is telling you. Yes, 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 yes. That is really, really beautiful. And I feel like it's just such the way. It's such the way. And I'm in the Patty Lennon school of thought as well to learn the rules before you break them. And I, I think like getting the basics of digital marketing is only going to help you in your business. And you get to decide the aspects of it that work for you and your human design type and all the things. And you get to decide what you chuck out the window, but knowing them is only going to help you. And I don't think that as we ascend to higher and higher vibrations, I don't think a lot of the 3D marketing is just going to go away overnight. Some of it I wish would, but I think we're, it's going to be, source tells me it's going to be around for a while yet <laughs> as we yeah. ascend, right? So I would love to know, okay, I still love the fact that you took the three-month sabbatical. You are inspiring me in such ways because I, I really feel like I need something similar. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I would, so you talk a lot about making space for magic. And so when, for me, I feel like a sabbatical feels like it's making space for magic or, you know, it, we're in this intense energy. And what I think a lot of us do need is this space. We need this space for magic in our business. We need the space to be guided by the intuition. So can you help us? How do we make space as soul guided entrepreneurs for magic as we grow our business? Well, you, the thing you just said is absolutely right. I mean, the number one step, especially for entrepreneurs is rest. It's time off almost, you know, for years, even before the vibration was what it was here. One of the first things I asked almost every, when I used to work with private clients is take two weeks off from your business. And inevitably it was like, that's impossible. And I'm like, well, when's the last time you had two weeks back to back off? And most people could not name a time. And if you have small kids, that includes mostly, maybe you can't not take care of them and be with them, but lowering the dial on your parenting, right? Like on the responsibilities you put on yourself. It doesn't mean being irresponsible, but like if you're doing all the things, like taking a vacation from that shit too. And if you can't find the two weeks right now, what can you find? And it, and it needs to be a genderless time. It mean, needs to be time that does not have an expectation to it. So I'm not talking about taking two weeks off and going to an island. Although, I mean, hey, if you can go and relax and not have an agenda, that's great. But it involves getting on a plane, which right now, oh, like that's, I mean, I'm going to be on a lot of planes actually coming up, but they would not be what I'd consider agendaless. So right. finding agendaless time is definitely priority number one. Priority number two is asking for help because remember you have free will. None of your spirit team can violate your free will. And you may think your needs right now feel super obvious. 
they probably are super clear on what your needs are. But until you say, please help me, your spirit guides, your angels, your helpful loved ones, God source, universe, whoever you're speaking to cannot violate free will. So number two, ask for help. And then that spreads out into your life, which is where you, where do you need to ask for help in your life? You know, where do you need to call that request in? And then I think number three would be understanding the hundred percent rule. So when I wrote Make Space for Magic and I, you know, I talk about making space for magic, I had designed what I call the receiving method. And there's five rules and I'm not going to go into all of them, but that was those first two points I gave you cover a lot of what I would tell you to do in the beginning stages. But when people get to the, you know, to the part where they're surrendering to the divine, to source, a big question they have is, okay, but how do I know when I can stop? Like, how do I know when I've been played my role in creating the miracle? Because that's a reasonable question. And I mean, the answer is inspired action, but most people are like, what, you know, how do I know inspired action? When you're in your fear brain, it's really hard to tell inspired action from fear inspired action. So that's the final rule, which is do your hundred percent. And how you know when you're there is if the next thing you're about to do feels like you're pushing a boulder up the hill, you've passed your hundred percent. And every time you move past your hundred percent, you actually put up resistance to the divine helping you. So stop at your hundred percent. So you want to rest, you want to ask for help, and then you want to stop at your hundred percent and surrender the rest. Ooh, that's so good. Stop at your hundred percent. That is something I definitely need. I have the thing in human design the open whatever that I don't know when enough is enough. <laughs> like, and so I just asking that question, it's just something that I have on it on the daily. I just have to check in. Like, am I at my hundred percent? So that really means like I've 100% completed the task and I'm about to go into, can you t- tell us a little bit more what that means? It might not be that you've completed the task. Maybe you've decided, oh, I've got an inspiration for the best blog post that's ever been written. And yes, by the way, everyone, I know blog posts are not like what everyone's like, oh my gosh. Let me tell you something. I've been writing 500, 600, 700 word blog posts, and I am getting a very high level of response. Again, do not listen to the noise. That doesn't mean that's what you should do. I'm just saying. So let's say I'm going to write this awesome blog post. I feel the inspiration, right? And you write the first three sentences and all of a sudden it feels like you're pushing a boulder up the hill. You stop there and you trust that you did enough. You don't know. You don't have to know why the divine led you to your computer or your pad, you know, that you're writing on. You don't have to understand why three sentences was enough. Just stop. I love that. The 100% rule. I like that a lot. So I used to be, Patty was one of my my coaches. So one of the most amazing things, Patty, you modeled to me was you at the time, and I'm sure I suspect you still do, you would take Fridays off or one day a week off as your non-negotiable agendaless time to make space for magic. And at the time, you know, I was launching. I had my daughter was two. I was living next down the street from my older children. So I had my older children a lot and it was a lot going on in my personal life. Let me tell you. And I thought the thought of taking Fridays off just felt like a dream. It felt like a pipe dream. But like I knew my intuition was telling me, you need to work up to that. You don't need to do it now. 
And you said that to me. You said, Allison, I take Fridays off, but don't let that stress you out because you you can work up to it. You don't have to just take this Friday off and be stressed the whole time because you're thinking you should be working or whatever. And I did. I set the intention to one day be able to take effortless Fridays off that just feel good. And I give myself permission and I don't feel guilty. And I create this agendaless time for magic. And I now have a non-negotiable Fridays off. And I just think of when we were working together, how really impossible that felt to me at the time, like truly impossible. But you were modeling it from such a, a good way, like you were modeling it so well and I was able, like you just, you passed it on to me and I was able to get there too. So I just wanted to share that. I felt called to share that. And you talk about this, how like making the space, you know, it's it's a journey, right? Making space for magic. Can you say it a bit is, more about that? Yeah, it's a journey and it's a muscle. It's a muscle because it requires trust And so you do a little bit to trust. If I remember correctly, I I think I told you make one afternoon a week, like non-negotiable, like you end and then that's it. You don't look at your computer again, right? You just, so you just start to see, because I'm a big believer that we can really help ourselves by creating data for ourselves. So if two hours is what you can give yourself, give yourself, but then track what changes because things will change. Little miracles will happen. Okay. Now expand it to four hours, did bigger miracles. And then your brain starts to have data points that help it to stop fighting the trust. And so you work up to it. You And I love that you tell that story. And I've actually changed my week a little bit even more now. Now I only take external communication on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, so even better. Mon- yeah, Monday. <laughs> but it's not all. So money, Monday is money day. And by money, I just mean that's the day that I sit down and I'm the CEO of my business. So I really got the CEO hat on. I'm really looking at the 18 month plan of the business. What needs to happen this week and forward to really hit, you know, where we're going in 18 months or what happened last week that we have to reevaluate Wednesday's content day. So I'm always creating a lot of content. Tuesdays and Thursdays are, you know, group coaching calls. I don't see private clients anymore, which made this a lot easier. If you still see private or you, if you like seeing private clients, I shouldn't say still see. I mean, they're very wealthy business models for private client work. And then Friday is no business. It's an agenda list time. Great bundling too. Yeah. I, that's really, it reminds me of the course I took of yours. I took your 20, was it a 20 hour work week? Wasn't that called 20 hour work week? Do you still sell that? I don't, but if someone's listening and you want it, it used to be, I think it used to be like $500. You just email the team support at Patty Lennon, tell them you were on this, you listened to this podcast and that I told you you could have it for whatever you can pay for it. So that's so cool. Can I tell you that course I took? I'm not so great with DIY courses. Personally, that's me. I took it and I just absorbed it, which to me indicates that it's really compelling content. And it taught me about the time bundling. And I believe that course, it was working with you privately and that course helped me to get to my Fridays. And it also really got my my agenda in order. So it was helping me. Yeah. So we'll leave that little note for that in the show notes if you guys want to check that out because that's really good stuff. All right. So let me ask you this, Patty. 
could you, this has just been so amazing. I've learned so much from this. I always feel like my podcast guests are always giving it to me, the things that I need. And that always indicates if I need it, I'm sure my listeners need it too. And I just feel like you just filled my soul with so much that I personally needed to hear today. So thank you from my heart. I would love to invite you to leave our listeners with an invitation. And that is inviting, and I'm going to ask you in a sec, like how they can learn more about you, but this is a leaving them an invitation to go somewhere, be someone, wherever you want to invite them to go. An invitation. I I mean, really, this is the hardest question, right? For me, this is hysterical. I just really, I want to get the, I want to get the answer from my intuition. So yeah, I'm take just going to drop in for a second. Yeah. You're modeling good behavior right now. <laughs> Well, the invitation I feel called to offer is to find inspiration. And I got messages this morning from three separate people that a message they need to hear they got from my podcast. And I find when I get something like that, like back to back to back, that it's telling me something. And so that really was what I heard was go to my podcast or find your other source of inspiration, but do not require yourself to fuel you all your inspiration from your soul alone, like tap into other people's inspiration, tap into the energy of someone else's soul. And you had said earlier, Allison, this occurred to me like, you know, Oh, because I modeled the Friday off that you were able to get there. And it's really because your brain saw that it works, that it was willing to do it. Right. And we also, we actually can borrow people's courage. And the example I've given is in, I used to want to get up into a handstand and yoga. And so many people, when we'd get to that part in the yoga class would leave the room because they'd go to the bathroom or whatever, because it was hard and they'd fall and all of that stuff. But I stayed and I got into the handstand. And later I found out that when we do yoga poses, and this is anything within five feet of someone else, you actually have their courage and their knowledge on how to do it. You feel that. And so put yourself inside someone that has the energy you want. And in this case, I'm going to just say me. My yes, I love it. Th- that's beautiful. And I've seen that happen so many times in my life. And I was just talking with to someone that you and I both know the other day about this very topic, about getting this inspiration from other people. So that's a beautiful invitation. And so we're inviting people. I mean, really the invitation, and I'm going to tell, I'm going to ask you in one sec how to people can get listen to your podcast. The invitation is to don't, you know, don't hesitate to get your inspiration from others who inspire you. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. And that is really part of this ripple effect. You know, we're rippling it on. Like you figured it out for yourself using your gift of like the the struggle. (laughs) you, You figured it out for yourself and you just modeled it and you rippled it on to me. And I hope that I talk about my Fridays off a lot. I hope I'm rippling it on to someone else. So that is so profound, so profound. So please tell us, Patty, how people can, or tell us about your podcast and other ways people can get into your world and learn more about you. 
Yes. And you'll be on my podcast soon too. So by the time, hopefully when this goes live, we'll soon have your episode up as well. So you can link to that in the show notes. So you can go over it. Space for Magic. You can find it on any podcast app. And the book I wrote, which is similar content is Make Space for Magic. And you can find that on any major retailer. And if you just want to read one of like the darker moments in my life, you just kind of need some company in that. If you go to our website, pattylennon.com, you can download the first chapter for free and kind of check that out. Yeah, that's perfect. And you reminded me, I'm going to also link in the show notes your previous episode on She Grows, Patty, because you go through the art of receiving and you go through the five parts of receiving. And so I do really encourage you guys to also listen to that episode because it's really, really, really good and also very relevant to what we've been talking about today. I love that. I do want to just make one caveat. Can I do that? Of course. Just mention one thing. Yeah. So in that earlier episode, I think we talked about receiving school. So, and this is an example of where I'm following my intuition over digital marketing spaces. We are not going to offer receiving school this year, but put yourself on the wait list. What we're doing is it used to be an eight-week course and we're rebuilding it to a 12-month course because what I'm feeling is that people need long-term support and encouragement through processes. So no, I mean, that's great. First of all, Again, great modeling. (laughs) You're feeling your audience. You're feeling your intuition. You're taking, you're stepping back, retooling to meet the energy. And so this is all what, right? I mean, I think this is what the energy is asking us to do right now. And so, yes. And I was just on your website for something that I really liked. And so you got me clicking. So you had a really pretty landing page. And so I was like, oh, this is such a pretty landing page. And I got clicking and I saw, I saw the receiving school wait list. So if you guys, any listeners out there, and I am a, a receiving school alumni, it is alum. It is unbel- an unbelievable program. So I really do encourage you to get on the waiting list because when it gets relaunched, I'm sure it's going to be really spectacular. It will. Yeah. Better and better and better. Yes, yes exactly. Patty, thank you so much. This, this episode has just been fresh, unique. You know, I, I love it when we go to the edge and we talk about different things. And I just felt like that was this episode. I, my, my, my whole energy is tingling. I really can't thank you enough. Thank you. And I want to thank you so much, dear listener, for listening to us here on Soul Guide Radio. It means so much to me. And if you feel like you're receiving from this episode, from this content, I'd be so grateful for a rating and review. It truly is how more people can find us, how more people can get a hold of this important wisdom. You can find a link to leave a review at a number of different platforms in the show notes. And as always, until next time, May your soul guide the way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find the link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com as well as in the show notes.